listening to I Feel For You. I'm Dion, a creative coach, yoga, movement and meditation teacher, writer, DJ, event sharer, human being, etc. We're all polymaths really, aren't we? Fumbling around this strange life. I'm glad that you're here joining me on this adventure where we're exploring how to stay cool in the summertime as well as my take on copycats. Yeah, we're going in. I'm so glad you're here. My friends, it's Wednesday. It's hot and there's some kind of football match on. I believe England are playing. Actually, I know they're playing because I can hear riotous whoops outside my window. Windows open, but you know, it's hot. Okay, I've closed it now. It's just you and me. It's been a while and we've been here before, right? I sat down to talk to you and recorded something for you, but I just didn't feel that eureka feeling. It's hard to feel that eureka feeling when you listen to your own voice. And I've got to edit this and hear me actually saying that, which is distracting. So how are you? Let's start there. I hope this finds you well. I feel like most of the Northern Hemisphere is going through this gigantic heat wave, which is a bit scary when we think about global warming and the situation of the planet and so on. I love the sunshine, don't get me wrong. However, there's a lot of angry people in these streets. Do you know what I mean? Just irritable, tired, overtired, too warm, still sleeping under the duvet when it's too hot, clearly. That's me because I like the feeling of weight on me as I sleep, I find it soothing. Um, I didn't mean that in a rude way. Is it rude? I don't know. The sun is setting and there is this beautiful hue in the sky and I'm a big fan of gradients. Some of you probably know that about me. As it's been hot this week, I've been looking at ways to cool down, to (laughs) find chill. And I don't know if this is helpful for where you are, but I'm gonna share a couple of them with you right now, off the cuff, because that's what we're doing now, apparently. One of the things is, I think, the most important thing, and that is to just honor the season. So when it's hot, you don't wanna be racing around, rushing around, getting hot under the collar. I'm using all of the cliches here, but you really don't wanna be doing that. There's a reason that when you go to the Caribbean, people aren't dashing here, there, and everywhere at supersonic speed, right? They adjust to the climate. And that's what we need to do too. So just being able to slow things down where you can, not to rush, will help you stay a little bit more chill, perhaps. Second to that, keep a spray bottle nearby. Bear with me on this one, but if you've got natural hair and you're used to kind of twisting your hair or plaiting your hair at night, you probably know what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's that one. I'm trying not to get this muff wet. Again, wasn't trying to imply anything there. However, (laughs) nothing wrong with a wet muff though, really, is there? (sighs) That went downhill so quickly. I really tried, you guys. Anyway, it's better you know the real me, right? All the facets, embrace it. Um, A spray bottle, yeah, just fill it with some water 
And then when you're getting warm, especially if you're sitting at a desk working, just take a couple of squirts to the legs, maybe to the shoulders, or then any way you like, it really doesn't matter. And then just let that cool water chill you out. I've heard of people like putting their feet in buckets of water. I mean, if that's your bag and you're into feet and that, then go for it. I'm sure that would work actually. I'm thinking like pulse points, surely. Just sticking some ice cubes on your wrists or something, on your neck. Isn't that what they do like in the South, in the dirty South? I like the South, the Southern states. Well, you know, some of them. Um, I'm going off topic now. I'm still all in uh, RuPaul's Drag Race season eight. Actually, I just finished it. Was it season eight? Yeah, Chi Chi. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, perhaps I'll link you in the show notes just to offer you some eye beauty um, and radiance of a Southern belle. Chi Chi DeVay, was that her name? can't remember anyway I digress yeah it's hot were those three things I think they were three things um, send your hot hot tips over to me I've had a few messages about yoga in hot weather if you didn't already know I've got summer series of yoga videos yes that I made for you for free you can find them on my youtube channel just google Dion Elizabeth or google Dion yoga or something like that there's not many of us Dion's in yoga land um, or head to my site, dion.space. I'll link you up in the show notes, obviously. I'm tired of that phrase. Can we make something else up here? I don't know, but yeah. Numerous videos that include movement, some of them just breathwork focused, meditation focused to help you cool down in the hot, hot heat. So a gift from me to you. Let me know what you think. And I'm in the process of collecting requests because yes, I'm going back on my bullshit and recording some more videos. So if you can bear the awful puns and the awkward guffaws, is that how you say that word? I never knew ever since I read the Beano, age six in 1986. And I saw that word written. Maybe it was a bit more Dan, dirty Dan. No, desperate Dan, there we go. Desperate Dan and his cow pies. I mean, how are we feeling about that? I don't know. I felt strange about that at the time. This isn't the time to debate eating meat, but I do enjoy pie. Um, let's get back on topic, shall we, Dion? Yes, I'm going back on my bullshit. I'm gonna be recording some more videos for you. I've got something that I don't know when to launch this stuff. Like what is a launch anyway? All these like weird business forums trying to tell you about this is when you should launch two months in advance and then warm people up and all that stuff. You know, I'm just, I don't dig it, I don't really get it, I'm not very good at it, I've never enjoyed marketing and communications, even though that was my job, my actual full-time job for a while, probably why I'm not doing it anymore. Uh, yeah, so yeah, there's something that I wanna share with you. I'm still figuring out a name for it, which sounds so superficial and basic, but it's true. Um, I'm thinking of a name that isn't too cringe. Um, and as soon as I do that, that's it, I can put it out into the world. It's gonna start in the autumn because I love the autumn and I just feel like it's such a potent time. You know, when you go to WH Smith's, not sponsored, and get your new stationery for the year ahead, right? You get your eraser, do we call it that? I mean, 
I would call it a rubber, but again, I'm scared that I'm going to take this down into the gutter. That's not the gutter, that's just being safe, surely. Um, talking about too many different things at once. I hope you're still with me, but yeah. I love autumn, newness, crispness. It feels like a beginning and I enjoy stationery too. You probably knew that if you follow me anywhere on socials. Shall we get back to the topic? Autumn launching something for your bones i will tell you more i promise and i'm trying not to be that wanker that teases you with stuff just so that it tries to keep you engaged it's not about that i just want to find the right words for you so if you're interested in getting first dibs about it do recommend you sign up to my digest it's where i put all of the things so if those people that moan at me and say your event sold out i wanted to come why didn't you tell me and i'm like well I just get bored on social media like sharing events I feel like oh I'll, I'll share it once and then it just gets weird and embarrassing but you know maybe I'm doing it all wrong someone help me please um but the digest is the place where you know it's like my inner circle people um and it's where we hang and have conversations well I send something and then people reply and then we have a chat in our email boxes um is that what they're called these days i don't know um but the digest dion.space forward slash digest is the place to be if you want first dibs on anything that goes for events this launch mysterious girl thing and other stuff like lots of freebies gifts motivational whoops and so on i didn't mean to go all promo there it just happened um maybe i can learn this business stuff oh god Okay, I'm not going to bore you with another story about me being at university, having to sit through a marketing lecture, moaning about why we have to put things in boxes and how I don't understand it. And I just want to dismantle all the boxes and then eat the boxes and then regurgitate the boxes and so on. Let's move on. But continuing in the vein of autumn. So even though it's been boiling hot summer weather, my mind has very much been in autumn. Number one, because of this mysterious girl thing. Maybe that's what we should call it mysterious girl um and number two because i'm coming back to norway hi norway peeps hey hey halaisakan uh i will be back in norway in bergen at the end of september saturday the 29th of september to be precise about it to put a finer point on it um they might be giants who remembers them Gosh, I love that band so much. I love them so much that I took my Smash Hits magazines that were so precious to me, age 10 slash 11. I must have been 11 actually when Birdhouse In Your Soul came out. And my nan, I was at the time I was living in the Caribbean and my English nan used to send me these care packages of music and stickers. You see the stationery thing. Music and stickers that obviously I couldn't get on this tiny island like in the middle of the ocean. And she would send me my smash hits, which I, my beloved smash hits, um, which was like my favorite magazine. And at the time, New Kids on the Block were coming out. I didn't get it at first. I hadn't heard Jordan Knight's dulcet tones or Joey McIntyre's for that matter. And my nan sent me um, some smash hits and obviously it took a long time then to ship anything that far away to the Caribbean. So by the time I got the package, it was like already months later, but that was okay. Um, it was fine. My nan stopped sending me chocolate in those packages as well, because by the time they would arrive to me, they would be covered in like ants and insects because <laughs> all the bugs would just go for it. You can imagine tropics, melted chocolate. It just 
wasn't pretty. So anyway, got my smash hits and I'm like 11 years old and They Might Be Giants happened to be in smash hits around the same time as New Kids on a Block were coming out. And of course they, they've been going for a longer time, I suppose, who cares? I don't know, but the whole point of this weird ramble story is that New Kids on the Block had the full page spreads and they had the pull-out posters. Do you remember that when magazines used to do that and you had you could collect the posters and stick them up on your ceiling and your walls and everything? And I loved They Might Be Giants so much that I decided one day to go through an entire edition of Smash Hits with a biro pen, writing all over New Kids on the Block posters. And in fact, anything that wasn't featuring They Might Be Giants, I wrote, they are not as good as They Might Be Giants, which is like a really strange sentence to write anyway but it was like a really weird private protest in a magazine um i've got to be careful how i say that actually the dirty protest is something else but um yeah for some reason i decided to do that i don't know why i'm sharing that with you but i guess maybe it's all tied into this expression thing you know (laughs) if you've been following these podcasts you probably know it's a journey this year to learn to express myself fully unapologetically and as carefree as possible and this is one of those outlets i'm sorry and i apologize if you're just get on with it dion where are we going today i don't know is the answer maybe i do and it's kind of to do with expression and autumn and i can't remember how we got here because i'm thinking about the caribbean now and ants and my nan bless her heart um so (laughs) How can I pull this back? Autumn, workshops, Norway, Bergen, join me. Two workshops, the tickets are going fast, which again, I just feel like I sound like such a wanker when I say that. But then, you know, when people say, do you have many tickets left? Then I have to tell them anyway. So I'm telling you here, the tickets are going fast. Come join us if you feel like it. If not, don't worry about it. Share the love with someone that you think might want to come because I don't want you to miss out. I want you to be there. I want to hang out with you for the day. We are going to have a whale of a time embracing the changing seasons. We're going to use yoga, movement, stillness, meditation, music, creativity, vibes. I'm moving the mic around. That might be annoying. Um, It's going to be great. Like I'm so excited. I always plan within an inch of my life for these events and You know, I've spoken about this before, if you've listened to this podcast or if you know me at all. When it comes to events, I just kind of roll up, like I'll plan within an inch of my life and then I'll roll up and then just sort of leave it all open, like, hmm, and kind of vibe with the people that are there and just kind of see where it's gonna go. I'm sure it's gonna be (laughs) full of surprises for me too, but um, a journey of exploration, like there's definitely a theme that we're gonna explore together. And I'm really excited because it's the time of year where we can start to turn inwards a little and begin to really embrace that changing season, that more introverted season. It's a shifting time, the winds pick up and it's a time of change. And I love it because it's the time of year where I start getting really excited about beginning new projects and I get really stuck in and I start to vision out for the year ahead and just really embrace that time where the nights draw in and I start to get my cozy wardrobe out. And you know, if you're anything like me and you enjoy good knitwear, you might wanna check out my entire Pinterest board devoted to cozy clothes. I'll link you in (laughs) the show notes. 
what a journey this is you guys I appreciate you being here my goodness yeah so autumn <laughs> autumn's one of my favorite times of year and it's a useful time for reflection and a useful time for honoring the change of the season slowing down and looking at what's ahead so maybe it's cultivating some change in our lives that we haven't had the time to do yet at that point in the year maybe it's starting something new a new habit a new ritual a new goal maybe it's creating a shift for ourselves or maybe it's just simply getting quiet and still and getting grounded and just really leaning into that support I always hope to inspire people that are there. My main goal in sharing workshops, classes, anything like that is to hold space for other people, offer them tools and skills and ideas and inspiration so that they can adapt it for themselves and take it home with them so that they can hopefully make this stuff real and sustainable. Because what's the point in doing this stuff if it's just, you know, taking a day out of your life, you tap into something that's interesting for yourself and then you think yeah I like that I really like how that felt and then you go back to something and it's like it's not helping you out at all I want you to feel empowered to create change in your own way and you can do that right you can do that with me without me it's all there for you do you know what I mean but yeah if you're in Bergen and you fancy hanging out for the day and diving deep into this stuff then join me on this yoga coaching movement music creativity bonanza all the details will be in the show notes or just go to my website dion.space so yeah I've kind of been living in this hot hot heat trying to stay cool and while that's happening I've kind of got one foot in autumn so I'm thinking a lot about the autumn season I'm thinking about these workshops in Bergen and I'm planning for those and doing lots of research and developing new ideas and deepening in my own practice so that I can share that with people. I'm also working on this mysterious girl project and I'm also booking dates because I'll be traveling quite a bit in the fall for DJ gigs. Did I just say fall? I did autumn, fall, whatever you fancy, darling. So yeah, it's it's an interesting time. I'm very aware of summer and yet I'm kind of so excited for autumn. You know what I mean? Do you feel like that? Can you actually relax in the summertime? Do you ever wind down? Are you going on holiday? Are you not going on holiday? If you're not going on holiday, last week I wrote a blog post for you, babes, because I've got you. Um, I'm supposed to be in Greece right now, um, <laughs> booked a trip back in January with high hopes um, of taking a break and some of you know my journey with holidays has been a long and tedious one in that it took me seven years to take one. Uh, earlier this year I was very grateful to be able to go to Morocco, went back to Morocco for my birthday and essentially it was just to get some sun because you know I'm brown and in February it's flipping cold and my vitamin d levels are like minus so yeah that's with all the drops and everything babes um <laughs> so it was very much appreciated and so in January we were thinking about okay let's do this let's book a trip the idea was to go to Greece and some of you might know is very close to my heart I spent a long time there in my 20s going back and forth and got to see so many beautiful parts of Greece, was hanging out in a van a lot. <laughs> Did a lot of van life before van life was trendy or a thing, you know, like 
and I loved it. I loved my years of van life, which was most of my 20s. And Greece, for me, is a place that is just so sacred. It's one of those parts of the world that I think I will always treasure. And back in those days, it was very much just driving around and exploring with my Greek friends and island hopping, just going on ferries, not having any plan at all and just sort of showing up somewhere and trusting that you'd find a place to sleep for the night and just making it all very cost effective and joyous. And it was just some of the best times of my life. So yeah, I wanted to return to particular parts of Greece to kind of as a pilgrimage really to return to those sacred places. However, it didn't quite work out like that. And here I am in Brighton, which I can't complain about because as you know, it's very hot and it's like a heat wave. And you know, living with the sea on your doorstep is not a bad thing by any stretch. So recognizing my privilege stench right now and very, very grateful for it. Um, however, I know that for some of you going on holiday is just impossible. I get that. I understand the realness of that challenge. So I wrote a blog post for you about just that and it's filled with some tips and some ideas, some of them wacky, some of them not so wacky, on ways you can take a holiday if you're not going away on holiday. So I really hope that's useful for you. I will link you. Can you guess where? In the show notes. All right, I'm becoming a parody of myself. Anyway, I hope you find that useful go check out the blog and yeah, just have a rummage around. Let me know what you think and let me know if there's some topics you want me to chew over. You know, I'd happily oblige. They might contain some cheesy music videos, probably from eras of the 70s and 80s. If you don't mind that, then hit me up. You can mail me. I feel for you podcast at gmail.com. So alongside the seasonal reflections this week, I've been thinking about copycats. Yeah, I know. I referenced this in my Instagram feed, I think, and maybe my stories as well, because it's been on my mind and it every so often it comes up. And I know this might not be a popular uh, topic. Actually, I think it's a really popular topic, but I think that a lot of people are scared about talking about it. So I'm going to do that because, you know, mm, I'm channeling Ethel, my alter ego right now, because I think that it's an important topic. I'm wondering why people are afraid to talk about this stuff. I think one of the reasons why is that by mentioning that you might have an issue with copycats can make you stand out as someone who perhaps, as my mum would say, puts tickets on themselves. Um, that is someone that thinks themselves very highly and perhaps needs bringing down a peg or two. However, I don't always think that's the case. So yeah, this is a judgment-free zone and I wanted to share some thoughts about copycats with you because it's something that, yeah, keeps rearing its head for me definitely um, more and more since starting my own business. So that's probably been eight years now. And I noticed that there was like a weird pattern and I'm not going to go into details about stuff that's happened, but there was some pretty extreme stuff going on, like 
kind of creepy single white female, but obviously I'm not a single white female. Um, but you know what I mean. There was some kind of shady stuff going down and I'm not talking like, uh, it's really hard to talk about this without calling someone out publicly. And I don't really want to use this platform to shame them nor bring attention to any particular person. So if this is speaking to you right now and you're thinking, shit, yeah, I think I did something to her that was really shady, then yeah, I'm talking to you. If not, babes, it's all good. And I hope that <laughs> this sharing is useful for you. So yeah, over the years, there's definitely been a pattern of copycatting that I've personally experienced, which has made me feel kind of for want of a better word, icky. I don't really like that word, but I'm gonna use it. Uh, I feel like it's appropriate for this topic. Um, and it's been from little things, which aren't so little really, from people who have just lifted pages from my website, or someone going out and just taking a concept or an idea and rehashing that, actually just doing exactly that and copying every part of it from the content to the visual design, to the venue and whatnot, and then passing it off in a very, very small town as if no one's gonna notice. It's all just a little bit awkward and strange because, you know, we're all creative beings and we all possess that ability to cultivate our own ideas and yes, be inspired, yes, absolutely. But there's a difference between inspiration and imitation, right? So there's a difference between being inspired by someone and seeing a concept or seeing a piece of writing and thinking, yeah, okay, I'm gonna write my own take on that. I'm gonna create my own thing inspired by that. And side note, credit your sources, you know what I mean? It's that simple. As opposed to just, you know, <sighs> rehashing something down to the tiniest detail like it's just a little bit sad and unimaginative and actually I feel a little bit sorry for people who do end up copycatting um, and I'm going to go into some hopefully helpful action points for you if you've ever experienced copycatting and things that I've learned over the years that might support you too so I know the kind of knee-jerk reaction to talking about this stuff is that people will sort of silence you or say, oh, well, no idea is unique. No idea is new. Everyone's just copying the same old thing. That's the universe replicating itself over and over again. And I'm like, yeah, but there's like, you know, as I said, a fine line between inspiration and imitation. And who wants to be an imitator of something? I mean, that's like sloppy seconds, isn't it? Surely take an idea and improve it and put your own mark on it. But yeah, it's just a little bit sad. Also one, what feels to me, important point, which I, I'm using that word with caution if you tuned into the last episode. One important point I think to mention is the context and the context of who's copying who. Because I think that we can't talk about copycatting without considering power. So who is holding the power? So for example, on a number of these dodgy occasions that I've personally experienced copycatting. It's been from someone who's actually on paper doing really well, like being really successful. And so when they've copycatted, they've got this huge audience that they're sharing their 
<clears throat> stolen slash you know copied work with and are kind of reaping in the benefit and usually there's some kind of monetary benefit and you know when you are a person who's in business you're doing everything yourself like completely grassroots you've got no helping hand plus you're from a group that doesn't usually get airtime that is you're not really invited to the parties as in you're not invited to the conversations you exist as you know by choice because you're doing it on your own in some ways but also within a society that deems you as less you know I'm a woman of color I'm a woman and I'm doing this stuff I work within wellness and music and typically these spaces are dominated by white people and so being on my own doing this work where I'm already kind of experiencing a lot of racism and a lot of hostility and a lot of confrontation from people on a daily basis demanding me to explain what the hell I think I'm doing here as in existing then being copycatted by someone in a powerful position feels even more wounding. And this is what I'm talking about when I'm talking about the more horrendous kind of copycatting that I've experienced. Of course, copycatting in the grand scheme of things is just ideas. We're just talking about ideas, right? And do you copyright ideas? I mean, this is a whole nother thing. And I think if we're going into the realm of ethics and law, then, you know, we'd probably need a whole hour for this conversation. But I do think it's worth considering power in this dynamic of copycatting, especially with those people who kind of try to sweep this stuff under the carpet as if it's a nothingness or that, oh, you're just so vain and that's just your ego speaking when you're talking about copycatting. Well, it depends, right? Because there is some kind of ego stuff or like coincidences that exists. And yeah, maybe two people can think of exactly the same idea on exactly the same day and then put it out into the world at the exact same moment. Perhaps, perhaps maybe those coincidences exist. But I do think it's worth us considering the power dynamic in all of this and in everything, really. And this isn't like some kind of sob story. You know, this has been going on for a really, really long time. I've also written about this on a very old blog and I'm putting it on my new blog it should be up by the time you listen to this so if you want to go and check that out that might be worth a read because I'm having a conversation there with someone else about this particular topic and yeah just how we navigate that so as promised I wanted to offer you some learning moments from my experiences with copycats so one of the first things I'd like to share with you that I've learned about copycats over the years is that they're always going to be there copycatting is always going to happen so if you're kind of hoping it goes away it doesn't and it's just how it is those people will be out there copying your work as long as you're going to be putting your work out there number two as I mentioned earlier I kind of feel sorry for them these days and that's because copycatting says a lot about the other person that's copying you and just remind yourself that no one can do you babes no one can do you so you just keep doing whatever you're doing being your unique self keep your eyes focused on the game you know what I mean that was another point so can we do number three now keep doing your work and don't let the copycats silence you so I've learned over the years when I've been copycatted my automatic reaction is to shrink away like a little bumhole. I get really small sorry 
I just shrink away and become really mute because I'm so embarrassed at the thought that anyone would think that I'm copying that person because usually those people are in a position of power compared to me, right? And I'm not about trying to be on their power trip or their level because I'm just doing me, do you know what I mean? But I'm very aware of the eyes on them and on me thinking that I'm, you know, it's just that awful conundrum. I would hate to be a copycat and I would hate anyone to think that I was copying someone else. So yeah, my automatic reaction in the past has just been to shrink away and to get silent and essentially to stop doing my work, which is really annoying because you know you're not working you're not doing the thing that you're trying to do in the world like you're letting something else that kind of annoying mosquito get in your way and that's the saddest thing of all I think about copycatting so if that happens to you please be reminded to keep doing your work keep your blinkers on like Mr Ed I don't know if Mr Ed wears blinkers but I'd like to imagine he does or maybe not maybe they're quite cruel I don't know I don't know much about horses other than they're very sensitive creatures and I like them number four what have I learned about copycats over the years in some circumstances depending on the situation it might warrant you to have a very boundaried response. And that also might mean you need to involve your legal teams. So I guess the first stage of this would be to just cover your ass. Like if you need to copyright some shit, copyright your shit, you know what I mean? Like get your policies down. Do you know what I mean? Copyright policies, notices, stick them around, make sure that it's out there or at least in existence so that if it does come to it and you need to involve some lawyer action, then you've got that ready or at least you're aware that it's with you're within your rights to take it to the next level should you choose to. Um, but also with that, just a word to be prepared if things don't work out the way you want them to. So you know, be prepared. And the fifth thing I've learned about copycats is just to protect yourself. And I'm not just talking about this sort of legal side of things, I'm just talking about in general. So thinking about where you put your energy and protecting that energy because it's sacred. As I said earlier, one of the issues I've had is that I've become silent, I've become mute and I withdraw and I stop doing my work. And that's an example of how my energy has been focused on the wrong thing, right? The copycatter or what people would think of me if they thought I was the one that was copycatting the other person. I know I'm wrapped up in what someone else is thinking in that moment. So there's an example like, don't worry about what other people think, carry on doing your work, Stay focused on your goal. Keep making the things you want to make and see in the world. Actually, I think I want to add something else to this. Find a good friend that you can speak to about this stuff so that you can diffuse the onion before it burns. <laughs> that was a terrible analogy. But yeah, find someone you can talk to about this stuff. Not someone who's going to gaslight you and say, oh, it's just your ego. You're being so egotistical about this. Every idea is the same and it's just recycled. You're just getting on your high horse. Avoid those people. Find the people that care about you, that really care about your work and want to see your work in the world and talk to them about it. Ask them to give you a bit of space so you can have a bit of a rant if you need to rant. I don't know, throw some things at a mattress. I don't know, I couldn't think of anything else there, but um, crush some fruit, then eat it. I don't know, 
um, soft fruit season, unless you're eating melons with the hard exterior. Cantaloupe's my favorite. Um, but yeah, vent it out. So that's part of protecting your energy, I guess. Like, don't let it fester in you. Get it out there, process that shit, move on. Keep doing your work, babes. And that's kind of all I've got to say on copycats, other than the blog post that you can read, which I think I wrote in the year 2012. So it might be awful, I don't know, but um, you might wanna check it out. And so, my friends, I hope I can be that friend for you. Uh, if you want to reach out and tell me your story, share it with me. Maybe you've been copycatted. Maybe you are the copycatter. Maybe you've got a different perspective on this and you want to open my eyeballs with matchsticks very, very wide. Then please get in touch. My email, the show email is ifeelforyoupodcast.com or hey, if you're feeling brave and you're going to dive into the year of expression with me, then why not comment on the show notes? I know. I feel for you podcast.com or dion.space forward slash podcast. Babes, I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear your thoughts. I'd love to just hear your musings or maybe just a song, some kind of shoegaze number or disco treat. <laughs> feel free to tag me, maybe find me on socials. I'm spending a lot of time on Instagram or like, you know, more time than usual, I guess. I'm trying to post more. There we go. I'm trying not to be mute because we can't let those copycatters win, darling. We can't. We just have to go out there and be fabulous. That was Ethel. Darling, darling. Um, so Instagram, find me there. My handle is Dion, that's D-I-O-N-N-E, with seven underscores. Yes, that's right, seven. And I don't spend too much time on Facebook, but sometimes I go in there maybe once a week. So if you want to hit me up in there, I'm Dion.space on Facebook. Yeah, find me there. What else? Yeah, the digest. I've mentioned that. Um, and as for coaching, I'm only taking short term coaching clients on for the next couple of months. So if you do want to go in deep and quick with me, then did I say that? Was that like inappropriate? I don't know what's appropriate anymore. I have no idea. I need to learn. But yeah, if you want to work one-to-one -one with me, <laughs> if I haven't frightened you, then maybe check out my coaching offerings. So just the catalyst is available at the moment rather than the six month long-term coaching. I'll be opening up some spots later on this year. So get in touch if you've got any queries or just head to dion.space forward slash coaching. And I think that's about it. Maybe your ears are pleased. <laughs> my ears are pleased. So are my insides, my guts, my intestines my digestive tracts. It's all very pleased that you're here with me and on this journey. <laughs> I really hope that you're having a wonderful day and that you're staying cool wherever you are. I think you're cool. I love you. Thank you for listening. Farewell, my friends. Farewell. Farewell.